We know that in order for a Baharis, for a Tzaras, to be Tame, to be Metame, there has to be Simone Tuma. One of the Simone Tuma is a Seyar Lavan, it's white hair, or hairs. If the Seyar Lavan comes first, it's not a Simon Tuma, and therefore even if a Baharis appears afterwards, the person is still Tahir. If there is a Suffolk, whether the Baharis came first or the Seyar Lavan came first, so the Gemara in Bab said there's a Machlekes where the Mesifta Dirikia says that the person is Tameh and HaKadosh Baruch Hu said the person is Tahir. So they asked who is going to resolve this Machlekes and they said Rabbi Bar Nachmeni who is a Yachid bin Egoim he will resolve the Machlekes and they sent to get him and when he came he paskined Tahir Tahir. So the question is how could Mesifta Dirikia argue with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and how does Rabbi Bar Nachmeni resolve the argument? So first we have to say that when it comes to resolving an argument, <coughs> well sometimes you have one opinion that overrides the other opinion, sometimes you can have a compromise. The idea of Hachra'a is that the third opinion contains within it both opinions and introduces another perspective that both opinions can accept and therefore, halacha kemaisai. The example for this is chesed, gvura, and tiferes. Where chesed wants to give. Gvura judges and says we shouldn't give because the person is not deserving of it. Comes midas and is the machriya. How is midas machriya? Because he says that the fact that chesed wants to give, chesed is focused on giving. Gvura is focused on the recipient, whether he deserves or not. The truth is, they're not actually arguing. They're just looking at it from two different perspectives. Comes Rachum and says to Gvura, I agree with you that this person doesn't deserve it, but let's give it to him anyway, mitzad Rachmanus, because we have a pity on him. We have Rachmanus on him. So, he is going along with Chesed by giving, going along with Gvura by acknowledging that the person, the recipient, doesn't deserve. And yet, he's still able to bring Gvura to a place to agree to give. So the, this is an example of a third approach that doesn't argue with the first two approaches. It accepts the previous two approaches and then introduces a third approach. We could say the same thing with regards to the Hachra of Rabbi Bar Nachmeni. The Rabbi is not arguing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu or with, or with Mesifta Dirikiyah. He's just introducing a third svara that both of them can accept. And the reason he could do this is because he is a Yachid bin Egoim. What does this mean? This means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Mesifta Dirikiyah are looking at it from the two perspectives of Mamala Kalalman and Seyvav Kalalman. In the area of Mamala Kalalman, where the Elamais are the primary presence and a lakus is only a Indian Shalchidish, is only a novelty. So the bitl of the Elamis is only bitl hayashis. Therefore, when you introduce a concept of Tumah, which is the Indian of Ye- which is the idea of Yashis, if there's a suffix, whether it exists, we lean to the side to say that it exists because Yashis and Elamis is the primary existence in Ramallah Kalalman. In Save of Kalalman, however, the Elamis are bottle because Alakus is the primary existence, and Elamis are only a novelty, and therefore the Elamis are bottled by Metzius. Therefore, if there's a suffix where the Yashis exists, we go with the present 
of the present ex- present existence of Bittal, and we say there's no there's no yeshes here, and therefore the person is tahir. And that's how Masifta Durikiya argues with HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it's, a, it's the two approaches of a Malakulam and a Sevev Kulam. There happens to be a third approach, which is the approach of Atzmus the perspective, the bittul that comes from Atzmus Yimuhusu Yisbarach, which is Einoi Begeder Almen Klau. It would be like the difference of Echad and Yachid. Sevev Kulam is Echad. Echad means you take the Shemayim and the Nokia and the Dalad Ruches Ha'elam and the Alufei Shalelam, the Echad, and you, and you make one out of them. So it's various different things, various different Mitziyasin that are, that are recognized in Hashem Echad, in the oneness of Hashem. Yachid is higher than that. Yachid does not leave space for any other existence. It's Hu Levadehu Vein Rabbah was coming from the perspective of Yachid. So Rabbi is saying that even though the Gabei save of Kolalmin, we say that the the Elumis are bottle by Mitzias, Nevertheless, there's still a Tfisus Makam for Elumis. Elumis can still is still recognized, and therefore, when Memale Kolalmin looks at save of Kolalmin, they see the Elumis, and therefore they see. The Elam is from their own perspective, which is Yeshus, and therefore they are Metame, when there is a Chshash of a possible Yeshus. However, says Rabbah, to Mesifta Dedekiah, to the perspective of Amalek Alalman, if you were to see it from the perspective of Atzmusayus Baruch, where there's no Elamis at all, there's no Tfisus Makim of any Metzius whatsoever, then even from your perspective, you could recognize that there's a place where there's total Bittal, and there's no mock him for yeshes at all. And this is what Mesifta Derekiah accepts. And they say that when we see it from the perspective of Yachid, we're able to accept this concept that there is an, a place where there's no yeshes at all. And therefore, we could be uh, metahir in a suffix of Tumah. And this is why HaKadosh Baruch Hu says Tahir one time. And Rabbah says Torah, Torah twice, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is only bringing the Torah into the perspective of Sevev Kalalman. But Rabbah is bringing the Torah even into the perspective of Bimala Kalalman as well, and therefore he says Torah, Torah. This explains the Machloikis between Rabbah, between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Mesifta Derekiah, and how Rabbah was able to resolve the Machloikis by introducing a third perspective. Then we have a connection between the, this concept, which is ultimately learned from the end of Parshas Tazriah, because it says letarei and we learn from there that when there's a suffix, because it started with the word letarei, we are neita, we lean to be metahir. And the beginning of the parsha, which speaks about isha kisazriah, which Chazal say isha mazras tchila yeladazachar. Now there's a maila in isha mazras tchila yeladazachar. Why is it like that? Because there's a Maila in the Aveda of the Mata over the Aveda of the Maila. In other words, there's an, uh, in, in, the, in the, this world, the Abishter is the Ish, and Knesset Yisrael are the Isha. And there's an advantage in the Aveda of Knesset Yisrael over the Aveda of Yisrusu de Leila. And therefore, the, when the Isha is Mazraz Tchila, Dafke then is Ilad Zachar. And this connects very directly to this discussion about Rabbah. Even though Tehre Lebash Maimi, Nebish Tehre Paskin Tahir, 
You couldn't, it, it, it couldn't have an effect on this world. Only when, only Rabbah, when he came from this world, was he able to paskin, tar, and the Abister says, Natschuni Banai. Because the Teda of Rabbah is greater than the, the Teda of the Abister. And therefore, Rabbah represents Isha Mazras, HaKadosh Baruch Hu represents Ish Mazriya, and Davka, Rabbah was able to be Machriya than Das and Mesifta Durikiya. And the idea of Yelada Zachar is the sense of permanence, that Zachar has a strong mind that doesn't change. And this is also represented in what Rabbah accomplished, because the fact that the Abyssal said to her, it changed. By the time it got down to Mesifta Durikiya, it did not remain permanent in what the Abishter had paskined. But Rabbi Satar, this uh, permeated through Kakadish Baruch Hu and through Mesifat Derekiah in a sense of permanence, which is the Indian of the Yelad Zachar, and Davka Rabbi the Lamata was able to paskin and in an Eifin of Yelad Zachar, in an Eifin that was above Shinuyim, above changes, that it remained permanent into this world, that Rabbi was able to draw down Yichud of Hashem and Tara into this Eilam.